once again, I want to ask you to help me to say thank you to our worship team and all of our volunteers. Hey, I know I'm just on the screen, but I hope that you're all coming back and finding your seats and not just ignoring me. Of course, that would not be altogether new, would it? But so we're glad that you're here. Thanks for being here. As you're finding your seats and saying thank you to everybody, uh, we are continuing this this. Uh, uh, champions series here at Heritage. And by that, I mean the champions that I get to work with as a part of my team. This morning, we have opportunity, well, I guess if it's Saturday night, this weekend, we get to hear from uh, Pastor Jess. Now, she's just come back uh, a couple of weeks out from camp. So many of your kids, no doubt, have had great reports and are, uh, we, you've heard great things. Many of our young families, Pastor Jess and her team are, the, are some of the very first people that they meet. And we all around here know just how much Pastor Jess and her husband, Danny, uh, share and give to and contribute to make heritage happen. Pastor Jess has a fantastic devotion to Jesus. She has a deep uh, heart for women and for moms who need strength and encouragement and restoration. This morning, this weekend, as I've asked all of my team, Pastor Jess is going to come and share who the Holy Spirit is to her and what he means to her and how he has impacted her life as a follower of Jesus and influenced her ministry. So would you help me right now welcome uh, today, Pastor Jess Lane. Thanks, Mark. Good morning. Yes, three for three. <laughs> yeah, it can make the, make the mic work. It's great. Well, good morning, you guys. I, it's a real honor and privilege to be here. How, how are you guys today? Good? Awesome. I like to talk to people. That's okay. Okay. <laughs> um, I am, uh, because I'm up here and I have the microphone, I really wanted to take an opportunity to say thank you um, to all of you. You guys are absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. Um, the amount of money that you guys gave for kids to go to, to the church camp was just phenomenal. So please pat yourselves on the backs. You did a wonderful job. You were a huge blessing to so many families. You guys, I think we had about 52 kids there. So that is a huge undertaking, and, and we literally could not have done it without your partnership. You guys are a church community that rallies and absolutely always sees a way forward, and it is very encouraging to do life with you guys. You guys are the best. I also just want to take a very quick moment um, to let you guys know that in the lobby, you can participate in the world's largest baby shower. Isn't that cool? So WayFM is throwing the, way, the world's largest ba baby shower, and they've partnered with Life Options Network, and they happen to be one of our local missions. So we put a box in the lobby from WayFM, and if you want to bring in some diapers, our um, Life Options Network is a local organization that we personally uh, support each month as a church community, um, and they help resource women, whether they're pregnant or already parenting and need some support. So they're an amazing organization. They're really low on diapers. Um, so we're going to help stock their free stores. They have two free stores, one in St. John's, one out in Stevenson. Huge need out there. They're doing amazing. And then um, we have a building out in Kelso. We are gifting part of that building to them, and we're going to have one out in Kelso soon, so they are, we're going to really need some diapers, so participate if you guys want to, size three, four, five, six, or pull up, so none of the little ones, but all big sizes is what they're asking us for, and I will personally deliver those to Life Options Network, okay? Cool, awesome, okay, so my name is Jessica, um, but I go by Jess, like Pastor Dev said, not Jesse, please, thank you. All right, <laughs> no, thank you, and I have the honor and privilege of working here 
at Heritage Church. I am the uh, pastor, the associate pastor for children and families, and it really is an honor. That's not just something to say. I love it. My husband and I, Dan, and our three boys, we have Walker, Thomas, and Cameron, uh, we started attending Heritage Church in May of 2017, so it's been five years. So cool. We knew after our second weekend that this was our new church home. I bet many of you have that same type of testimony. <laughs> this place is really, really special, isn't it? Really, really special. But I have to tell you that finding a church, because I want to tell you a little bit about myself today, finding a church wasn't always a priority of our family. Prior to 2006, actually, it was the absolute farthest thing from our minds. Um, Sundays were for football and resting, right? I should have enjoyed that more. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I love being with you guys on Sundays. <laughs> but, but seriously, in a way, I do consider it a gift that I didn't know Jesus for the first 30 years of my life. Because once I did finally meet him, I never wanted anything to change. I never wanted that to change. I think probably one of the most encouraging realizations that I've had is that Holy Spirit never stopped his pursuit of me. Never. And at the exact moment that I was ready to meet him, he made the introduction. And I was all in. The moment I met Jesus, I was all in. Although I said yes to Jesus, but I had this list kind of floating around in my head. I don't know if anyone else can relate. Um, that was kind of a list of, I'm not going to change my mind about that or change my beliefs about that. I believed it for 30 years, for heaven's sake. You know, but, um, uh, but I still wanted to know everything about Jesus. He was just mesmerized, and I couldn't believe he was real. Good news, I changed my mind about all that stuff. <laughs> he, he's amazing. He, and he gave me all the time I needed. But um, truly, though I came to that yes table with Jesus, I came to that table with a lot of shame and a lot of guilt and a lot of sadness. And it was all, it was all bottled up. Thankfully, God placed several amazing women in my path right after I began to follow Jesus. And these women showed me the way. That's how it's supposed to be. And there was one really special woman she used her voice to teach me about Holy Spirit. Like literally would speak in tongues in front of me and didn't ever stop. And I'm, I'm so thankful for that. And she consistently brought me to prayer rooms and to prayer barns. We're in, you know, Vancouver. And to places where Holy Spirit was moving and operating. Then one night, just a few years after I had been following Jesus, I received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. It was awesome. With my prayer language, it was great. In a prayer meeting in a barn, it was awesome. Very memorable. <laughs> no, but truly, you guys, it was miraculous. It was miraculous. And I felt, I felt the power of the Holy Spirit cause a physiological reaction within my spirit. It was peaceful. And I felt, it felt empowering to know that I had just been given a few words, a few syllables and sounds that I could pray to Jesus for help or for any purpose whatsoever. That's how I described it, a few sounds and syllables. It's grown since then. In Acts 1.8, um, God tells us something really cool, so I'm going to share that with you. 
says, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all of Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth or to the remotest parts of the earth. So that night, it was the beginning of my commission to use my voice for the voiceless in three specific ways. One, for women who choose abortion. Two, for mamas who choose life for their children but need support. And three, for children to know the truth about Jesus and, for, and to be his best friend. Was, uh, that was amazing that night. But first, I needed to grieve, and I needed to heal. Jesus wants his sons and daughters to be healed and whole. Right? right? He wants us to function from a place that knows our identity according to him, right? Not according to Lies people have spoken us over us, not according to our past trauma and experiences, but according to him. So my first assignment from Holy Spirit was to be healed in Jesus' name. <clears throat> and out of that healing that I needed, a ministry would be birthed. I didn't know that at the time. You're getting a preview. So Holy Spirit began to highlight a clinic that was out in the Camas Washougal area, which is where we lived at the time, that all that fun stuff was happening for me. And I wasn't entirely clear on what they did. I just knew that they were a pregnancy clinic because of their sign. And the reason why it stuck out to me, and I think why Holy Spirit was highlighting it to me, is because 11 years prior to that time, I had been pregnant. But unfortunately, I chose to terminate that pregnancy. That ignorant decision completely changed me and broke me into a million pieces. So that shame and that guilt and that sorrow that I had been carrying around that I brought to the table with my yes to Jesus, it was from that decision. And I can honestly say I had absolutely no expectations of ever feeling free from those gripping feelings. I just wanted to help someone never make that choice. Never, ever make that choice. So I called the clinic, as Holy Spirit had prompted, and pursued volunteering. And of course, they, they needed people. They needed people. And I learned a few things. They didn't perform abortions. And I was very thankful. I also learned that they did provide totally free services to pregnant women who needed support and who were considering termination. So during that interview that day, my life changed for a second time. Because I went there thinking, I'm just, I just want to share my pain so I can help someone not choose like I did, right? Instead, I learned that a Bible study existed for women who've had abortions. And it's difficult for me to use the correct words, I think, to really help you understand how miraculous that was to me. I've only been a Christian for a few years at this point. 
pretty sure abortion is not forgivable. It has to be because of how it feels. And all of a sudden, this wonderful woman is telling me, no, this exists. It was just impossible in my mind. It was so amazing. And Holy Spirit was positioning me. He was positioning me to receive healing, the healing that I needed. And so I was able to start that Bible study four months after learning about it. I wanted to start it that moment, <laughs> but that was not an option. <laughs> so, um, But not only did this Bible study help me to heal from those feelings of shame and guilt and sadness. It also allowed me to do something even more important, and that is to grieve. I grieved my old self, that 19-year-old that didn't know what she was doing. I grieved that horrible, uneducated decision. And most of all, probably most important, I grieved the human, the person that I lost through the termination. Really important. Her name is Gemma. I haven't told anyone else that. Well, I have, just not this morning. Those horrible, gripping feelings began to lessen. It was amazing. And I could start to feel Jesus' love and acceptance for me more and more and more. In that Bible study, I learned so much more about Jesus. I came out of it even more in love with him. It was just a miracle to me. During this group, the first time I went through the Bible study, I received my first commission. And that was, Jesus was calling me to be a part of this Bible study ministry for the rest of my life. I was like, yes, okay, what is that? What does that mean? <laughs> I was really, really excited. He was also calling me to share my testimony boldly, publicly, so that other women and men would know that they are not alone in their suffering and that they could receive healing, that it's there, it's available. They don't have to feel that way anymore. Over a year later, so after I've done two groups and gone through the leadership track, Restored Nation was born. It's the name of my ministry. And we began to consistently offer a group for women called She's Restored. That's the group for women who've had abortions ever since. That was September of 2010. So awesome. Holy Spirit has lit a fire inside me to help women heal from an abortion choice. One in three women choose abortion before the age of 45. One in three. There's a lot of women to help. I also want to help women understand what a termination can do to your body, to your mind, to your spirit. If you choose it, that's another reason I share. Holy Spirit has commissioned me to use my voice for the voiceless. Being a group leader and ministry coordinator for She's Restored has continued to be life-changing for me over the last 12 years. I can't believe it's been 12 years. It's just amazing what God has done. I have consistently been a witness to the miraculous healing power of the Holy Spirit in the lives of so many women, many who come here, many who come here. 
after even like going through a group, their faces look different, you guys. Even their faces look different. It's so cool. During She's Restored, my leaders and I, we witness Holy Spirit help his daughters change their mindset. That really has to change. And it has to change from what I did or what they did to what I lost, what they lost. That change is huge. Making that bridge over to what they lost has to happen. It's vital for their healing. And that change is very powerful in their life. We take away the power that Satan had over them. It's huge. Just heard Jesus does. A wound like the loss of a child through abortion is significant. I really want to make that clear. I am not an anomaly. I'm not just one in a few that had a serious reaction to it. It's, it's a problem. It's very significant. But the good news is that leaning on Holy Spirit and God's holy word, healing is assured. Healing is assured. It will absolutely positively happen. I see it every single time. They can finally see their decision in the light of Jesus' forgiveness. That's powerful. And as they grieve, they can finally receive Jesus' forgiveness. Many women that come to group know. They know what Jesus did for them on the cross. They know about his forgiveness. But being able to receive it has been very difficult because of that choice in their life. And while an emotional scar and the realities of the loss will remain, the pain doesn't. The pain will not stay. It will go. I have had multiple participants explain to me that before coming to group, they couldn't handle the word or the topic of abortion. <clears throat> it was, was way too painful, way too, way too difficult. But after group, not only can they hear the word and the topic and not have that same horrific physiological reaction that they did before, but they also are able to speak about their decision and their past and share the life, share the healing and the life-changing power of Holy Spirit. That's the share their testimony. It's just powerful. Because a majority of women who come to our group they keep the truth about their, determ their determination very hidden, very private. Almost nobody will know. But in this group and with the reliance on the Holy Spirit, the healing and the grieving process change it. They cha change that almost every time. It's not a requirement that they share, but out of the excitement of their healing, they just do. So cool. Another side effect of coming to group is commissioning. It is. Holy Spirit is very frequently calling more and more women to be a part of Restored Nation so that he can use their voice for the voiceless, hurting woman. Holy Spirit has made an enormous impact on my life because he operates in and through me. Because of this, I have made changes to my way of living, to my way of thinking, so that I can represent Christ in all that I do as honorably as I can. <clears throat> I would not be here today healed, whole, still a work in progress without the person and work of the Holy Spirit in my life and in the life of others for my benefit. You guys have met this team here, right? They're amazing. So empowering to me. 
around me. The Holy Spirit has commissioned me to use my voice for the voiceless. In Proverbs 31, uh, verses 8 and 9, it says, oh, that's X, sorry. Where's my little, there it is. Open your mouth for the mute, for the rights of all who are destitute. Open your mouth, judge righteously, defend the rights of the poor and the needy. As a healed and changed disciple for Christ, my opinion about the sanctity of human life matches that of my Christ, right? So life is precious, right? Life is a gift. We are known before we are formed. That is so powerful to me. We are knit together by God in our mother's womb. And there are no mistakes in God's economy. There are women all around us who bravely and willingly accept their call to motherhood. And there are some that do so in ideal conditions, while others do so against all odds and in the midst of a culture that tells them that abortion is the answer to all their possible future difficulties. And the Holy Spirit has lit a fire inside me for all women who have said yes to their call to motherhood, but are doing so single and with less resources and support than is needed. You've ever parented? You know what I mean. Takes two. I feel this call so deeply. I don't think I could sleep if I didn't answer it, honestly. Single mamas are heroes. Single dads are too, but we're talking about moms today. Single parenting is hard. Holy Spirit recently called me to start a small group for moms here in our community at Heritage Church that are parenting solo. That group is called Strong Moms. Yes. And as I was working with these brilliantly amazing women one-on-one, -on -one, I heard the Holy Spirit say, bring them together. Bring them together. They will strengthen and inspire each other. And I am so thankful for the Holy Spirit in my life because I get to hear and accept assignments like this. Strong Moms is a newer group, but I have already seen Holy Spirit work in this group. They are encouraging each other. We have a way of communicating um, all at once, and it's amazing. And they are doing what I could have never done by myself. And I think that's part of the power of the Holy Spirit is he leads us I could have just taken that on myself, but they are doing so much more for each other than I ever could have done. The number one challenge that I hear from our single mom community here is loneliness. That is their number one challenge. And that may not have been what you would think, but it is. To know you are not alone is priceless. So it is my goal and my aim to ensure that I am available to speak up for, to connect, to help, to provide solutions to the loneliness or any other need 
that may arise in their lives. You guys not, are not only an amazing community for our kids, but let me tell you how many needs have been met for this particular amazing community at our church through our Victory Fund. And, and sometimes you just have items, and you know to call me, and I connect it to them. Uh, just recently, we're in the midst of potentially providing an, a car for a mom. You guys, <laughs> when I was thinking about this and trying to help her and make connections, I thought to myself, every time I get in my own car, I need to say thank you <laughs> because it's such a privilege, right, to have to, you've got to get groceries. And, you know, there's so much to it. So you guys are so good here. You guys are just amazing. So I am committed to praying and listening to Holy Spirit for this community, for this single mom community. Our Strong Moms group is a long-term commitment for me. I'm all in. And I imagine moms will come and go, right? Kiddos grow up, and maybe they'll get married, and they won't be with me anymore. But that's okay, because we will be here to help indefinitely. We will be there. I will be their voice, and I'm, I'm honestly so honored to do so. The Holy Spirit has commissioned me to use my voice for the voiceless. One side effect of choosing to terminate my pregnancy was an aversion to children. And I can't really explain it to you other than to see it as a form of self-punishment or unworthiness because of that choice. I even had challenges bonding with my own children when they were born. But miraculously, going through, through She's Restored and having, experiencing that healing from Jesus and having the baptism of the Holy Spirit, um, that was all healed and that was all returned to me. And I am so thankful to say that I'm actually really close with my boys. I don't have time to give you all the fun examples of what that might look like, but, but they're amazing, so amazing. Shortly after Holy Spirit commissioned me, um, oh, sorry, after I was healed and all that had happened, I received a job as a children's director for a children's ministry, a big one. And I honestly had no idea that I could love and cherish so many children at once. That was the job before I was here. It was miraculous to me because that was not what happened before. I didn't really understand single moms or stay-at-home moms. You know, I was like, you guys are weird. <laughs> but that was all restored to me, and I wanted that. I wanted those things. I wanted to spend time with children. And my job was to love them and to teach them about Jesus so that they would know what I didn't know the first 30 years of my life. That was so critical to me. It still is. I did, though, end up leaving that job. It ended, and I, had, I moved on to other things. And I truly believed when I left there that that was just the end of the assignment. I'm, you know, I'm good at coordinating things and organizing things and thought, well, that's just why we had me here. That's what they needed at the time. Move on with my life. I didn't really think it was a calling, right? A few years later, I'm sitting on the concrete ground in an orphanage uh, in Bogota, Colombia, surrounded by the most precious children you'll ever see or meet. Um, and I was trying to speak to them through Google Translate. I don't know if you've done that before. It's really fun. I'd type, and then they'd type back, and we're drawing. And just I was in my happy place, right, surrounded by these beautiful children, drawing with them, and the Holy Spirit clarified in that moment 
And he said, that previous job was not just an assignment. That was a calling on your life. And in that moment, another fire was lit inside me uh, for the children in my community, the children right here that need to know that Jesus could be their best friend, to need to know that. Children need to know and understand their identity in Christ, right? They need to know their 24-7 access to him for healing, for help, and for hope. And for me, that is paramount. I would have benefited from knowing that as a little girl. I really would have. And so it's my honor to help them to know that here. Not long after that day in Bogota, God opened the door for me to be here at Heritage Church to once again be part of leading children to know and love Jesus. And oh, what an honor that has been, you guys. So amazing. We just completed kids camp, right? You guys heard it on the video. And I told you guys already, there was like 52 kids there. It was so much fun, you guys. We just had a blast. They got to zip line. They were so excited to do that and rock wall climb and all these things. And we had this amazing night game where we hit all these glowy things. And then the adults got to protect the glowy things and squirt them in the face. It was my favorite part. I squirted so many kids in the face. I was relentless. I was not letting go of my glowy egg. I was keeping that thing. No, it was awesome. So much fun. But about nine months ago, I was, I'm preparing, planning, and praying for this event, right? So it takes a long time to, permit, to do something like that. And I was asking Holy Spirit to lead me to the teacher and the speaker for that event because I knew I was, it wasn't me. I knew for sure it wasn't me. And he very clearly chose Darcy Safari. I don't know if you guys know who she is. She is an amazing mom and an amazing volunteer in Kingdom Kids, you guys. She gives us three weekends a month, three weekends. It's amazing. And she does it with her kids, which is so cool. And we really, truly couldn't do it without her. We really couldn't. She is a major part of our ministry. You know, and Holy Spirit has commissioned Darcy to use her voice. She, he has. And it was so powerful to see that. That's my favorite. She's amazing. Darcy did a brilliant job communicating truth to the children. There were, they were introduced to the four lies that's really common for the enemy to use um, against them. And she brought in those four truths that overcomes those lies. It was so cool, you guys. These kids were taking notes. And this is like third, fourth, fifth grade, little guys, right? Um, and they were up there. They'd run to like one of us, what'd she just say? <laughs> so we can like, you know, help them with their notes so they didn't forget because they wanted to know. It was, that's how, how amazing she did, that she inspired them to know what she was telling them. So powerful. And we had several children come up at the end, at the conclusion of the weekend, that decided to become disciples of Christ. It was powerful. Yeah, they chose to follow him their whole life. And I made sure that they knew that following Jesus is a daily pursuit, right? It's one that they are not called to do alone, and every leader and every teacher that was there, every adult, was here for them. It was, this was a big deal. So cool. And what a tremendous honor it is, you guys, to teach children in partnership with you, with your families. If you bring your kids to us, we truly consider it an honor and a great partnership with you. So we've been in a series called Spirit-Filled Church, right? And uh, Dav has been telling us each, each weekend about what a Spirit-Filled Church does. So I thought I would share the same today. The Spirit-Filled Church uses its voice. Yeah? Spirit-filled church uses its voice. 
So I shared two verses with you today. There's one in Acts 1.8, that you will receive power, right? When the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be my witnesses in both Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and even to the remotest parts of the earth. So where, where is your Jerusalem? Or what is your Jerusalem? Or who? Where is your Judea and Samaria? In Proverbs 31, 8 and 9, it says, Open your mouth for the mute, for the rights of all the unfortunate. Open your mouth, judge righteously, and defend the rights of the afflicted and the needy. Where is Holy Spirit calling you to use your voice? Or what is Holy Spirit calling you to use your voice for? Has Holy Spirit moved in your heart today because of these verses? Maybe. I don't expect that you have the exact same calling on your life as I do. But there's something. There's something. He's speaking to you about it. He has been or he is. So I'm going to ask us all to stand. And I am going to pray for us and wish you well. But if you want to come down and... Um, ask for more ask for Holy Spirit to speak to you on these topics I want you to do so our prayer workers will be here because today is the day you guys today is the day maybe you feel that commission and you need clarity we'll pray for that we'll pray for that clarity maybe you know exactly what it is but you need highlighting the Holy Spirit to highlight those next steps in your journey we'll pray for that maybe today's your day to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit like I did in a prayer barn. The Holy Spirit has a gift for you. So if you want the assurance of the Spirit's presence in your life, come down front today and we'll pray with you to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. It's yours. So I'm going to pray and um, I just thank you guys so much for being here today. We sure love you. Holy Spirit, we thank you. We thank you for your presence in our lives. We thank you that you are moving in us and around us. You're placing puzzle pieces where they need to go. You're answering questions. You're fighting for us. God, I pray blessing upon blessing upon blessing over these families, these individuals here, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, God. You are so good. You are all we need. Be with us today as we go out into the world. Help us, Father. Help us to use our voice for the voiceless. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, my friends, if you need to go, we understand. Maybe you have little kiddos you got to get. But if you just want to spend a little bit of time um, in prayer, you're invited to come down now for prayer. If you can't come down, we come to you. Just wave your hand. Our prayer workers are here. We're just going to worship, pray, all those things, but you are also excused for the week. We love you. We are so thankful for you. Have an absolutely wonderful week, and we will see you soon, okay? Thanks again.